sign up to the Safcast on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Safcast, you'll receive early access episodes and bonus podcasts. Thanks. So I'm here with former Antrim GAA PRO, Sean Kelly. Sean, how's it going with you? All good, Connor. All good. And thanks for having me on the Safcast and privilege to be on this. And fair play to you, Connor, for what you've done so far. It's been terrific. I've listened to all your Safcasts or podcasts and they're all great. And um, particularly like enjoying to hear from the commodes. Chloe was brilliant and as was Anya and the ladies for both. So you're fairly covering everything. So Oh, it's all good with me, and yeah. Well, cheers, <laughs> cheers for that. I wasn't expecting that straight out the gate, but ah, <laughs> thanks no, very much. Have to um, acknowledge you because coming from PRO background, um, Connor, it's I mean, look how far Andrew came on the past five years. Um, look at now, like we've got a staff cast and we've got Zoom cast, and you're leading the way, which is fantastic to see. So yeah, you have to be acknowledged. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know about that. I think when we're talking about in terms of leading the way, uh, Sean. So, like, I mean, you're obviously finished. Just finished your term now, five years as PRO. Um, we'll probably come to this season later in the chat, anyway. But um, what I kind of wanted to ask you about was 2015, and whenever you kind of made that decision, you know, that you were going to go for the role. Um, and just kind of, I actually rewatched your campaign video there just before. Uh, <laughs> It's still on YouTube there. You can find it. Plenty of views of it as well, a bit like all the other Antrim content we've had recently. But what was it in 2015 that kind of kind of made you, you know, think that, you know, I could go for this role and I've, I've, uh, you know, there's a difference I can make in this here. What, what was your thought process behind it back then? Well, um, firstly, that video got some 1,500 views and it was a bit crazy at the time. But really, what made me go for PRO was, well, a long time before I actually became PRO. Um, my mum passed away suddenly in 2011, on the 18th of December, and our family were in bits, to be honest with you. My dad struggled, I struggled um, to come to terms with it. And it was Somalia's GAC that helped my dad through, got him through the GA and stuff like that. Got him out and, and got him like engaged with society, and, and me too, to a certain extent. So then I decided to become Somalia's secretary to give back to Somalis for helping my dad and my family. My dad's now the president and he played hurling and mm-hmm. I played underage for Somalis. So um, I started off as secretary, done about four years and then started sort of took over the Facebook page and start doing like player profiles and it really took off. And I said, God, I'm pretty good at this. And sort of without being big head, I said, I'll go and make a difference. I'll be Andrew and PRO and apply for it. So put my name forward. Um, and then sort of uh, that was it. Next thing is Saffron Fashion Group emerged. Sort of you picked a good time anyway. <laughs> no, here I know. So it was the Saffron Fashion guys came out. There was a big power surge in Antrim. And I was a poor independent. <laughs> you knew you're probably about three clubs in Antrim, Connor. So it's me. Oh, my God, that's big juggernaut here going to take over. And me being competitive and my goal was to be Antrim PRO. I, I was like, right, what I have to do to, to win this? Um, battle or vote against I think it was Brent Mulgrew then who's a good very good friend of mine now um, 
so I had to make a video and it was like, let's make Antrim great. It was an inspiring video. It's on YouTube now, as you said. I'll drop and, a link out of it again, I think, once the show goes live, just so people can get a watch of it. Yeah, sure. Um, well, so let's make Antrim great. And it was about inspiring and about making a difference. I went up and met Frank Fitzsimmons in Lavdurg. And we created a couple of pieces um, for the video. Um, and I put it out. And next thing, Donald Trump comes along. He decides that <laughs> let's make America great. So I felt I had to drop out. Let's make Andrew great. Because I used it for a couple of months when I, when I actually did get elected. And then it's me, right? Trump's using us here. We can't <laughs> go there. So drop that. But yeah, so I actually got on the night. It was like saffron fashion, they cleaned up, destroyed everywhere. Everyone, I started panicking about this. Yeah, I'm not going to win this here. Foot here, it's it's swaying. Everybody's going for these guys. And then I just I just thought about my mom. To be honest with you, me, do you know what? I've took the action. I've played for it out here. I'll get across the line. And right enough, I did. I think I got 77 votes to, against Brenton's 50, or not even Brenton. Call them saffron fashion. I would have to say, like, um, because we're a team, um. So I got that, and it was, and it was great. And then Pat Hughes, who's chairman of Fodans, and he was in with Frankfurt Simmons. He came up to me and said, "Thank God you won that vote. I forgot to put our three votes in for you, um, <laughs> so we actually got three more." I said, oh, great. Thanks, for that, Pat. You know, so I'm gonna start it laughing. But yeah, so that's where it all came from, and that's the background. And um, I'm pretty much about life's about action, and take the action, and then hopefully by your action you get there. And I did so, and I, thankfully the clubs sort of the clubs didn't know me, and they I, I emailed all the clubs basically the video, and phoned every chairman and asked them to vote for me and and just had a chat with them and I think they got my passion, but they didn't know me so they were taking a risk but it, that's history after that. Yeah, and I think if you even look back to then, like 2015, there's just a completely different time now. Like, I know obviously we've had all the things that have come up in 2020, which have changed the world. But even if you're looking back to 2015 and even the things like social media and that, yes, obviously it was used in that, but not to the extent that Kenny counties are now as well. So I think that probably like it's something like making a campaign video did sort of make people set up a notice and probably not only count or club officials who are voting, but also people outside of that too. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like when I I think after when you um become PRO pretty quickly you get you get training in Croke Park. It's a day's training where you travel to. And when I went down, it was like everybody. Oh, you're the guy who made the video. You're the guy that made the video. You know, so it made yeah. shit. Right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, 2015. It's completely different. I took I took Andrew's Twitter account to 2,000 followers. And that night I went home, I was on a high, as you are, being elected as PRO and the buzz of texting my dad and telling my daughter, yes, I'm a PRO of Antrim now, it was amazing. So the first night I went on Twitter, I'm, I'm pretty okay with Twitter, the 2,000 followers, and when I, I was started tweeting and stuff, and but I, I got a few texts that night saying, here, Antrim's Twitter is on fire, it's great to see that. And then, some guy came on and says, oh, that's fine having Twitter, but Antrim's only county in Ireland hasn't got a blue tick. I didn't even know what a blue tick was. And this <laughs> is me. I'll sort that out. Whatever. A week later with a blue tick is just meant you're authenticated. So, but yeah, 2015, it was all like, I created like a, a social wall um, on the website. So it brought Twitter, Facebook, and just all the platforms into one page where 
people could see um i I done the one minute interviews with, with the club players and county players to give them profile so it was all about raising the profile of everyone you know um probably the other thing i done was a saffron short of the back campaign which was chris Suter. um so after every county match somebody won a jersey um and I got that idea from Belfast Giants, you know, so they were getting shot at the back. It was a, a nice hockey. I said, I'll do a Frantrum, you know. Yeah. Um, and then there was like, I've done a lot of PR giveaways, um, uh, like regular jersey giveaways. And even like when Antrim were playing away, I would find out what hotel they were on, uh, staying in, which I was going down. I travel with a team all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would contact the hotel and say, listen, you're get how many people are going traveling? I want a weekend, uh, I want a night overnight for the giveaway on Twitter as a competition. You're getting promotion, Adam's getting promotion, and it's all good. And all the hotels were brilliant. So a lot of people got got the travel, like Gales, Dan. So it was small things like that that started the Twitter campaign for Adam, and people started to see um, see the sort of the growth and what was happening, uh, you know. But the end of the first year, I think Twitter, so it had 2,000 followers. It was up to 8,500 followers by the end of the first year, you know. And then yeah. I created the Instagram account from nothing. The end of the first year, 2,000 followers. It's now got 15,000. Instagram's probably my favorite platform out of them all. And that's how everybody knows the players, you know, because a young, it's a young platform. Um, yeah. And I, I bombarded it, like, free at night. I just went crazy on it so <laughs> but it, it was all good content you know and behind the scenes content and people loved it you know yeah and that's so, probably what so that, people that love was, to see 2015 was like that was my first sort of getting the grips with it it's moved on a hell of a lot now since that but 2015 16 yeah that was it yeah and like uh, like just funny you mentioned on instagram like yeah that's the sort of stuff that people are love, love to see is those kind of behind the scenes and all like those kind of things that aren't you know aren't taken by official photographers on the pitch you know it's very much the other side of it even stuff like the players coming out of the change rooms walking into the um into the stadiums they're going to you know whether they're in the hotel and all that their kind of stuff is people like to see and like you say it kind of increases the profile of the players you know themselves because you know if they're hurlers you know people are only used to seeing them with helmets on you know and young young ones see, seeing them you know kind of actually recognizing their faces can only be a good thing yeah well yeah as of today when you go on the instagram if you put a story in Adam, there's at least five thousand people seeing that um yeah. and they're seeing their players as you say and i always find myself going on to the pitch to take the photographs and get the videos of the players warming up and and you're promoting the like of Declan and connor mccann come to take the toss and stuff like that and people don't get to see that you know um and it's it's really good and I suppose this year as well, especially, we'll just jump forward a wee bit there, but this year especially, those are kind of behind-the-scenes things when, you know, nobody was getting to get to the games, like, those things became more important then. Uh, definitely, this year, this year was a, a tough year, shall I say, because for, um, not, we were, there was no games for a few months, and the first game that I was back at was a reserve match in Musgrave, and it was Craigan against... St. Bridget's, and I was actually nervous going on to the pitch because I know <laughs> yeah. everybody, it's only a reserve game, or not this, this knocking reserve, but you know, um, everybody's on watching. It's the first game on, and you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram, and it's, it's a big thing. But yeah, it was a weird, weird year, and it was hard to deal with, you know, but 
we managed with it, the best of it we could, you know. Yeah, I just just then, like, obviously you came in then at the end of 2015 and you mentioned about, you know, kind of, obviously Twitter was the big focus then, Instagram came later, but how was that first full year in, in the role? So, say, 2016, like, how did you find it? How did you adapt in terms of the time it took? You know, like, you know, it would have taken a lot of time. It would have been something you would have had to adjust to. Like, how did you find that? I, I actually loved it, to be honest with you. The first time was uh, Frank Fitzsimmons was a manager of the football and, and PJ O'Mullen was manager of the hurling, and both both very helpful um, with me. Anything I asked to do, that the, the, I had a trust with both of them, and they allowed me to promote Andrew because my um, aim was to promote Andrew. Um, Frank, in particular, we went live um, on Periscope, the first county in Ireland to go live back then, um, and that caused a few ripples around Ireland. The PROs from all over Ireland emailed me going. Are you allowed to do that? Are you, can I do that? You know, or it's me work away, do whatever you want. But it was at McGee's gym. Bram was training the footballers. Yeah. And they were doing a session, and Periscope was in, in the end. So it's moved on from that even now. But yeah, it was it was it was good. So it was very good. Full. It was like you're out all the time, but you're, I didn't mind. It was and you're traveling and you you're you're getting to live your dream. You're getting to be with um the players that you look up to and. 2016 was a successful year until we got the final. We got um, undefeated in the football. And your legs are McCann brothers, John Carn and Neblock was playing for Antrim and went, went to Carlo in the first match. And that was sort of you were away. And that was when you were out tweeting and people were relying on you to see the scores because there was no live streaming in those days. Yeah. So, yeah, no, here it was full on, but. I loved it, and the more the more I tasted it, the more I wanted, and then the, the more competitive I got. In fact, the very first match I went to was a Mechanic Cup game in Ombeg, and uh, Antrim were playing Derry, and I went in. I had to go up and give the like the the press were in the press box, and I had to go up and give them the team. And so I went all joyous, well guys, how are you? And sort of all full of beans and here's the Antrim team, no subs or no, no, there's no changes. Um, and there were, and some guy turned around, I was leaving saying, who's that, Who, who's that guy? <laughs> and I heard another um, journalist saying, oh, that's a new PRO of Andrew. And, and then he turned around and said, oh, I wonder how long he'd be as happy as that for, you know? And that always uh. stuck with me. I was going, is that right? I'll, we'll see, you know? So oh, it was a competitive thing, you know, so. But hopefully he's not listening because you know who he is. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, I mean, if he looks back on it now, I'm pretty sure like it didn't really dip after that anyway. So oh, he'll be fine. He'll be he'll grand. Be fine. He'll survive. Um, you mentioned about uh, uh, the the managers of the senior teams there. So you mentioned Frank Simmons and and PJ Mullen. I'm just wondering how has your rapport with the managers been over the years? You would have, you know, there would have been a few there that you would have had to change. Obviously, it would have been like starting again probably each time yeah. with the managers. It's not like being PRO of Tyrone there, <laughs> you know, where it was <laughs> Mickey Hart every year. How, how have you found yeah. that there and how's your rapport been with them? Well, I, I've got on brilliantly with all managers and I mean, that I've never had a like a run-in or, or a crossword or you can't do that or, or you, why are you doing that or you know, I think there's an element of trust. Plus, I was, um, I was good at what I do, you know, and they see me build it up. But Frank, going back to Frank Fitzsimmons, he was the first football manager. I mean, he ran a fundraiser for the, the football team. 
and he organised a boxing uh, boxing evening in the Devonish and got Paddy Cunningham, who wasn't on the county setup then. He he was part of the Devonish, so we would meet daily to promote. But me and Paddy were going to get an injunction against him. He was a torture, like to be honest with you. Um, he was just off, just non-stop promote this, promote that. So, but he was he's a good guy, like so just. But yeah. We got on well with him, and he raised twenty-two thousand pounds in fairness for that team. Him and Pat Hughes and PJ again, initially no problems at all with PJ. He's a great fella. Um, always act. I'm a Justin McCarthy up at that time, so we made a video for Christmas Day. I'm really sitting for Christmas Day about the campaign. So it went well. Um, and you've got like Hugh McGadigan, Paddy Kelly, and um everybody, you know. So I had never anything. Then I suppose as you come on, um, Groyd was in with Frank and Laddie ended. Um, you had Lanny coming in with Brandon and, and his backroom team. All all amazing guys. All just great, great, nice gales who would do sort of anything for you. Um, were more than helpful because there's times like at, at my daughter and Lanny was saying, bring her on the bus when we're, when we're traveling. You know, so and they were so respectful of... Um, my situation and what was going on in my aims or for Antrim. So, no, they were great guys. And then Darren, of course, currently, the Ireland, he's he's pretty easy to deal with, you know. Just butter back by WhatsApp and have conversations and uh, have any work as a great team, so we do. So, or we did until last week. But, no, the managers in Antrim um, have all been good, very good, very professional. Nothing yeah. can't, can't can't fault any of them or say anything about them. Yeah, you know? and like yeah, I suppose the the good thing about that is that they 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 very much get the importance of the role you're trying to do, and I suppose that yeah. kind of understanding on their end kind of helps them helps well helps them help you in your role too, and they understand the importance of look, you're not you're there to promote the good the good of Antrim, you know. It's not like you know you're trying to pull a story out of something like do you know what i mean so i think it's that kind of having that buy-in is important and again given that kind of context um yeah is kind of it helps with that there and can only help your role yeah and particularly especially team videos i know a lot of managers maybe wouldn't want information going out about their team on it saying uh, we normally put ours out on a thursday night and i, I know some like the, the, the old, old school would have said, don't talk to the papers even. Somebody yeah. actually said that to me when I first went into the, 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 the office and the office of PRO, don't don't talk to the papers or any bad, bad mouth or not, but it's me, no way, I'm talking to everybody. Get them yeah. on side, and that's what I did. Um, I work with them, and then the, yeah, the videos we put out, they were great and high quality, and the managers were, were grand with it, you know. Because, again, it's all going back to let people know who the players are and promote them. Yeah, and that kind of profile as well only helps when it... And I've spoken to a few of the players in recent weeks and the importance of kind of... So I was chatting to Paddy Cunningham about 2009, for example, that run, and even chatting to Donald Nugent about the Joe McDonough win last week as well, and the real importance of having the kids kind of seeing who the Antrim players are, seeing them be successful, wanting Antrim jerseys, all that kind of thing. So it can only help then, for example, you and your role 
getting more about Antrim out there, whether it is, okay, the kids probably aren't reading the newspapers, but them seeing a picture of, you know, of an Antrim spread interview, for example, of Conor McCann or whoever on the back of a paper, like is kind of cool to them to see. And, and I suppose it just plays that role as well. Yeah, completely. Um, I definitely agree. Because Simon McCrory had said to me, we were on a bus journey a few years ago, and he said, see, up until you come in, nobody knew anything about players who could, wouldn't recognise you or anything. Now everybody knows everything and they know. Yeah. They're, they're coming into, um, Paddy Cunningham was saying, they're coming into school and saying to me, oh, you just were beat or you just won or, or you just done that and you scored a great point. And, you know, Paddy scored a few good points that went far in fairness to him, you know. So, but yeah, it did. That's raised the profile. Yeah, and I think that's probably where likes of say Instagram and that is important, you know, because it's that's the that's where they see, you know, that's, you know, that's where the the, the um, sort of younger people are seeing this. They're not they're not reading they're not reading the papers, like I'm sorry to say, but you know, like they are seeing yeah. these kind of clips on Instagram. Yeah, they're definitely. seeing, for example, um, you know, the free taking competition up in um, the dub, like for example, you know, like seeing that there, whether it's on Twitter and that. What was that experience like whenever oh, you yeah. went live yeah. there? Going live there, that was. That, that was some night. Um, it, it was unreal. Um, my battery was pretty low that night. <laughs> I went to penalties, and so I, I said, "Me will I go live?" So Twitter, I will I go live, and Twitter went mad. Just go live. So I went live, and in my head is me. I'm not going to capture the moment. Whoever misses, and the other team celebrate, and that's all I wanted to get that get that out. So yeah. I I called my daughter on, on the page and says, "Me of." You record whoever loses this year. You record the winning team running over. So had her set to you no know, get that <laughs> capture that footage because I knew it would have went feral. But yeah. there was, started to be like there was three thousand people wasn't live, and then Jordy McGuckin phones me and knocks off the my, my live stream. So when I went back live, I had to say <laughs> Jordy, don't phone me, you know, live. So it was funny. But the more it went on, it it, it became. I mean, no, this isn't right. You don't want, um, you don't want anyone losing this because, you know, off off the camera, the real guys were cramping and then we're having to go up and take freeze and it just became like painful. Um, and I mean, nobody deserves to lose this here game. And then thankfully, McCabna and his wisdom, nobody else in Ireland would do this. What he done, but he he went up and sort of agreed. That's it, replay. You know. Because Paddy Cunningham was about to, he was very close to going. Like he he stopped a mid run. Yeah, yeah. Paddy was Paddy was like, "What are you doing?" The, the <laughs> Cairn. Oh, what what you you're putting me off, you know? Um, and I, that was the first time I I seen Big Donald Murphy. He he was he wasn't happy that it was stopped. He wanted to wanted to continue, but the two managers had agreed, so that that was it. But again, in fairness, the Cairn, he went home and made a video and sent it to me. Um, I'm gonna put it out to explain what had happened, you know. Um, but it was some experience, and it, again, it went viral all around Ireland, you know. And Karen had a phone call from Radio Kerry and stuff like that. So I kind of, I'm not saying unfortunate, but a lot of stuff went viral and, and put Antrim on the map um, abroad as well. Um, not only in Ireland for some of the stuff that were produced, the videos and the clips. But, it, but as you know, um, I record, it's, people say, how do you capture them? As I, I record a lot of stuff that doesn't, doesn't yeah, go anywhere, but yeah, you yeah. get it, you know. But so I went through about three iPhones in the time, like just full memories and stuff like that. But 
yeah, that night was amazing, you know, and then that was just an unreal year, and Roger Casements were fantastic, you know, in, in that competition, so they yeah. were good, and then the money going to charity and stuff, it was all worked out well, so that, you know. Yeah. But that's yeah. funny, like you just when you say that about, you know, you obviously have a lot of footage that never needs to go anywhere. Like, so for every kind of Tomas McCann goal against St. Gauls to win it, for example, there's about probably 10 clips that are just are nothing that you just didn't capture. And then so it's just like people probably don't even realize that it's not just about the case of the <laughs> getting the right moment. It's getting a lot of moments and then you happen to, you know, you get rewarded for it and you yeah. get those special moments like that. Well, one of I'll, I'll let you into some of one of my best moments. Well, not best moments, a moment that never went anywhere apart from it, it kind of slipped out. But anyway, I was at Cushendall. We we're playing Ballycran in the final of the in the final of the Ulster Championship, and I I like to get the teams coming out. So I'm standing outside the Cushendall dressing room, and they were banging the doors and pumping. You could hear all the mm. and all the getting geared up to come out. And that's me, this is brilliant. This is this is me set. This is gonna go far when I put this out. Look at the, the like the raw footage here I have. So Paddy Con or Paddy, not Paddy Conan, Paddy Burke comes rabbing through the door and he's running and doesn't he fall? Um so he goes down and one knee and falls and the players all come running out and a couple of them jump over him and then somebody stops to pick him up. So he's a captain, so he goes on, it's me, ah, I have to stop this. So they stopped it and then re recorded. So it was over and um, they were taking the photographs um, of the captain's toss. Now, you can see in the photograph, Paddy's knee was red raw, like he, he did hurt himself. Um, but, and then, so after the game, Rory Oaks won, and he went up to lift the cup, and I'm standing there, and the first thing to me, you didn't record that, did you? To me, <laughs> yeah, I've got it, but it's going nowhere, Paddy. Um, but, lo and behold, Alec Delargy got it somehow, I don't know how, but, you know. But, yeah, so that was one of those moments, that on uncut version, kind of didn't make it. <laughs> But that was the, the funny one, you know. Yeah, and like, and I suppose those kind of moments, like, it's capturing those kind of moments, is is creating those kind of <laughs> those viral occasions like that, you know, where people mm-hmm. are talking about Antrim and positive light and all. What about the um? I suppose the kind of other side of it then. So, like, for example, you mentioned with Kieran going in and stopping that shootout in that sense like there there must have been a wee bit of like you know people kind of giving off about that as this tradition and the GAA people would give off about stuff like that was there any difficulty to come out of something like that there that you've had to face no um well in that instance there was only a couple of people outside Antrim would have maybe give off oh typical Antrim and doing stuff like that but yeah. Antrim Gales were all pretty back back in it and fair play to him and it was very very well got now the only the only time I had to drop my phone for a couple of days was um, uh, due to something that happened. I was up recording. I, I, was, I don't know why I went up to Rossa. They had one Division 2 league or something. I was getting videos. I'm getting the cup and presenting. And I come home. It, it was nothing to do with me. Meanwhile, the boiled mick goes on Twitter. They never, Cargan never got their trophy. Yeah. Um, you, you know the famous famous quote? Shove it up your... Um, <laughs> so I says to me, oh, my God. It was my fault they didn't get their trophy, but it's me, right? Phone, phone, phone goes away for two days. We'll come back in a couple of days. So yeah. that was, that was probably um, when I sort of had to put the phone down, you know. Just, but it, it wasn't much fault. He's right and expressing what he said, and it was a food path on behalf of whoever's meant to get the trophy up to them, you know. But that's probably the only time I've ever sort of put it down, you know. 
Yeah, no, but it's it's important, like to, to, you know, those kind of breaks from it, you know, because it can be can be all consuming, you know, to be involved yeah. in that sense. But but actually, the kind of the, the what comes out of it positively, like and, you know, is 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 capturing those kind of moments, like you know, of the positive, you know, and you're always going to get those kind of negative things every so mm-hmm. often that come with it. Yeah, the the only other thing was, I suppose, it was the stream the field, Rossa and Kushendov. Yeah. Um, EO Sport were streaming it, it just failed and it, it just didn't work. Um, people were so nasty on, on Twitter, it was unreal. It was, it was poor. So I just went on straight away. Everyone's getting a full refund and that's yeah. it. I can, but there was a nasty element. And, I, and because it was during lockdown, I thought, no, here, this is unacceptable, you know. Yeah. But so that was just a negative side. Apart from that, most people are good. Um, Funny, there's a guy, at a, a lovely guy, um, at a Rosa, and I always went up the games talking away to him, talking away to him, and then I was up in Corrigan Park when Andrew were playing, and he, I'll tell you his name shortly, and I was talking away to him, he says, I'm missing all your action on, 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 on Twitter, I hear it's brilliant stuff, I just want, how are you missing it, you're not following us, and, no, you blocked me, <laughs> uh, I, I, that's me, I blocked you, and I, you get about three or four strikes before you block somebody. You need to be kind of, it's me. I couldn't have blocked you. You're a nice guy. I wouldn't have done that in you. It must have been before me. He says, no, you blocked me. It's me. What's your Twitter name? So he told me his Twitter name. And I was just, it's me. You're mental. You're, you're <laughs> right to be blocked. It, it was totally mental. So what I said to him, um, look, listen, I'll unblock you. Behave yourself and you'll see it. So <laughs> I took a photograph of him. And tweeted it and said he's been on block. He's out in the. I don't know, don't know if he was a good Friday agreement. I don't think it did, but he's been released. But it was Christopher McDonald out of Rosser, who's, who's a great guy. But <laughs> he just had a couple of issues already home. But, um, he, but he's behaved ever since. And he's very good, very helpful. I think he follows my personal Twitter account, which I was a bit anxious about. But all good <laughs> the um it's just like the things you mentioned there about that like like so like the cushion doll rossa feed like it's it's a case of sometimes like you know that's something that didn't you know that stream being available is not something that's always there so the fact that it failed you know people you know like it's kind of like the fact that it was there in the first place as an add-on anyway you know that was kind of so whenever it didn't work you know it's not like people should feel like they're entitled to something like that yes they paid money for it but of course they're getting the money back so it's kind of i don't know i I think there is probably a wee bit of a a culture thing there generally where people you know will will kind of complain about those sort of things and not understand like it's something completely out of the out of control you know that that it yeah. didn't work and and i suppose i suppose kind of probably would go against you in that sense is the fact that the streaming was a big success up until that point <laughs> do you know what i mean it's almost like it being a big success would go against you yes well well not having wi-fi not having stands and like other counties you're relying on 4g now we're up in Neavena, which is always oh, fine. Um, in fact, I think Joan Quinn had been fitting the night before, a couple of days before. But before G, you just it's it's voice. You can't rely on it. I mean, you had yeah. no Wi-Fi, but it was out of my control. Out, yeah. guys, it was, it was one of those things. But the only good thing out of it, we took a decision to stream every game free and not charge. Nitrone charged and made an absolute fortune. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald Nugent, or Donald, not Donald, Donald Murphy's now saying looking at charging next year, and rightly so, um, for the games, but you have to have the platform, it has to work, yeah. you know, um, but 
Yeah, so what did that? It came. Everybody got free streaming, and I was happy. So if it had a field, it failed, you know, but it didn't. Yeah. Um, Jerome Quinn was brilliant with the streaming facilities he provided, and, and young Johnny McIntosh made a name for himself. <laughs> he really got did. A, he got. There's a battle between Sky and BBC or for him, <laughs> or a contract for him, like, you know, but so I hope he remembers me when he's on Sky Sports. <laughs> I think, I think with BBC kind of increasing their coverage of GA, I think they did the ladies football there the other weekend too for the first time. Like, if they're not looking at Johnny McIntosh, I don't know, they need to have a look at themselves if they're not, if they're not going, going pursuing him there. Yeah, um, yeah. You, like, just looking at 2020 then, so like, you know, when the matches came back specifically, like in the streams and all that there, like how did you find that kind of experience? And was that kind of something you did feel a wee bit more pressure on then because of the, you knew that possibly actually for a lot of these games, people are more people are watching them because I know myself personally, like there's games I would never consider going to, you know, of involving different clubs of that. But when they were a stream, they were available on stream. I would think, okay, I'll watch that, you know, would that increase kind of audience kind of put pressure on the role or is it something you kind of thrived on? I thrived on it. The only, at the back of my mind, I had, I have to get this out for the people who are at home who can't be at these games, you know, um, it was a unreal year for everybody concerned and families of, of players and their limited numbers. who got a few hundred into a few games and then went to zero. Um, once, once I got my head around it, how it works and, I thrive on. It. I look forward to it. And but you, you put a good team behind you. As I say, Drum, Drum, um, Quinn was instrumental in a lot of games and getting the feeds out. Um, Mark Quinn was excellent. So he was. He's the, the IT brand. He's a man behind Drum and his son. And probably <laughs> Drum would like me saying it, but he's a, the main man. Mark is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Drum. Um, but no, they're both great guys and. That, that brought the championship and even the, the clips and stuff afterwards the, the you know it was great no i actually thrived on it and that semi-final the the double header it was, it was fantastic you know yeah it was something else like in the, the clips and the comments and stuff like that there it, it caught the attention of the national media you know it, yeah. and and the explosion in traffic was unreal so it was there to all our sites you know so but no, it was, it, it's a way forward. And the GA were kind of forced into doing it just due to COVID. Otherwise, you would have had TG Carr having the rights. You can't stream a championship match when yeah. there's a match going on anywhere else. So mm-hmm. they, they let go of all that and fair play them. They did. And we took a advantage of it. So they yeah, and like, because I know there's other counties would have been more established in doing that. Like, like Armagh would obviously have Armagh GA TV in that there. Um, they would have been involved with that, but they would have had their restrictions too that would have come down kind of nationally on what they could cover and all. And I think, but I think this this year will be a good example to the GAA that like actually it can be okay to kind of almost have it more decentralised like that, where the club matches that aren't going to be on going to be on tv anyway like ahead of the county finals you know there's no harm and if the cl- if the counties have the facilities to do so that they can kind of carry on and and do their own thing with that yeah yeah i think we stream about end of stream about 16 17 games you know the first stream is royal against lock eel and there's 800 people um pair to watch it um before, um we used as i said we've done a deal with bu, BU sport and amazon um Tried and trusted, but 
but we're back. We've got a good relationship with them. They've got better equipment, so they've streamed a, a few matches from Corrigan Park. The Joe McDonough games were all streamed by the that company, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah, it was very good. So it was like, yeah. Um, I think just another aspect as well. It came from your role too. Is is has been Antrim's involvement with you know their kind of charity initiatives over the last few years, and even just when. I kind of glance back to see the different causes helped there, and the, obviously there's a high, pro, high, very high profile one with um, uh, that you did with um, Ferranto Finnegan as well. You know, when you Jim Gavin and Jason Sherlock up as well there, but even the Bowel Cancer Walk, um, the, the Hospice, the St Vincent de Paul, and those are different charity initiatives, and you know, very different initiative or causes like throughout the years as well. Like, what, how was that kind of getting involved with that side of things and? introducing uh, the trolley dash as well i think i remember yeah. seeing too like but yeah. like there's all very different kind of causes there as well as very different kind of fundraising ideas well see w- once i kind of got in about six or nine months um i i realized that basically i had this big vehicle platform to make a difference you know the ga and it, it always was ga is community it's family it's clubs come together but and I was going, right, I'm going to do something big here. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to do something big. And I phoned Andrew. Well, Andrew was my first thing. I mean, Andrew, I want to do something for you. I don't know what it is. I have a think about it. We battered about ideas and we came up from run for Andrew. Now, I I came up, thought of, do you remember years ago, it was a, the Gillick, um run for Africa, left yeah. basement. So that that was my initial plan to, to basically do that loop loop again but as time's moved on it was costing two thousand pounds to the city council to put structures in place and um so we we moved it to the falls park um the color run and basically the the guys were in there put it on free first and stewarded it and managed it they were fantastic um so yeah and basically anything i done is because i can i can make a difference here um Run for Anto had over a thousand people, and Anto, Anto, it was Anto got Jim Galvin, it was Anto got Sherlock because of who he is and how, how much they think about him. It was nothing to do with me, um, but it, it was a, one of one of probably one of the highlights of, of of probably the five years too. Like to see something successful. There's a lot of hard work and a lot of good people behind the scenes. Anto's wife, his kids, and there's a girl called Sharon, um, who who was just such an organizer and had everything done, you know, but. It, and it was a glorious day. It was amazing, you know. I didn't really, uh, I'd done a lot with it, but I didn't really appreciate it. The afterwards, how well it went. And Connor McCann um, came down with his drone and captured that footage. He, he, he's, he's been a massive, massive help to me over the years, you know. But going back to the charity aspect, I first thought I want to, I want to do something, I want to make a difference and bring all the clubs together. And I came up with that Saffron Aid idea, the shoebox appeal. And so if she needs Steeler to Neve Anna, who who again she drove it, she's she's amazing at at that door, you know. So well, first year with over a thousand shoe boxes going to St Vincent de Paul, people in need that really needed it, you know. So it's, it's anything, and you just think, keep on thinking, what I what can I do? What can I do? You know, and even down during lockdown, I, I seen. Sean McCoy's family on on live and they're playing traditional music. I was going and raising money about for the hospice. And I was going, if I put them on that drum platform, we'll raise a fortune here for for. Mm. So I contacted and said, would you be up for playing? Um, it's there's a lockdown here. It'll be brilliant. Your music's brilliant. 
Um, and he was all for it and raised, I think, 7,000 in four hours for the hospice. Four hours yeah. of music, 7,000 pounds. So then again, I, w- I went back to him and got him to do it again. Only um, it was for St. Vincent de Paul because we couldn't run the shoebox up here. So 8,000 pounds um, raised again. So it was lethal, you know. Yeah. I think it just shows you that kind of power as well, that connectivity and the kind of power of social media. Like that's something without the kind of recent developments in social media and that just could never have happened before. And like, I think just kind of making the most out of those and kind of getting everything out of them that you can is, is kind of played a big role in, in, in the kind of well, the PR side of things, but also yeah. in, the, in those charity initiatives. You will see other counties now taking that on and, and doing it because they've, they've realised that, you know, um, Antrim's probably leading the way just due to um, what we've done, but it, that's what the GA is all about. It's about helping and making a difference, and everybody's so generous. So they yeah. are, you know. Yeah. Well, just looking back over the five years, like what would sort of be your favourite memories from there? Like, you know, what would you kind of, you know, say that, you know, that was a highlight or something like that there? I'd say, right, let's go with club first. It has to be Tomas McCann's goal. I think there's 110,000 views of that. And then, and I was fitting one out and waiting because I thought he's no chance. I want to get the reaction of the Nave Gold boys when they when they win. Um, but <laughs> history ha- happens and it rattles it back and out. And John Carnes jumped apart like a gazelle. Be able to catch shot and fitting was good. Um, he got a bit of stick from his club over it. But that that was probably um, club wise that that would have been a highlight. The other one was. You don't expect it captured. Um, it would have been Neil. I don't know if you remember Neil McManus's hand pass against yeah, uh, Sarsfields, yeah, and a shoe yeah. fell. It came off his boot, fell off, and he does a swirling. Fergus scores a goal. That was another one. So the yeah, memories for club wise, it's just they were fantastic. County, I would have to say, um, obviously I have a load of good memories, but the. I had a great feeling when we beat live in the qualifiers. Um, it, it was amazing because yeah. I came in in 2016, and the last time they won um, was 20. I think the beat Leash in the qualifiers, and all the boys had talked about it. We we have won in the qualifiers, and what that feeling was. This, this is me. I love to have a feeling, and and then they, they actually done it. It was it was fantastic. And Declan Lynch for played him and says, Sean, I told you about get you one. I've got you one. You know. <laughs> And, I, and it was it was amazing for a full week until we played um, Kildare. I was in cloud nine, you know, cloud nine. It was just, you know, it's when you go see when you go county counties when that's what I'm there for to promote these guys. And when you walk on the it's when I go on, it's, it's like putting on a Superman cape. You're so proud. You're walking yeah. on that pitch. It's your your county, your players. It's you against the opposition. And that's why I treated Andrew and I treated those players. Um, that, so the football win was, was amazing, like it was fantastic. And then obviously this year's hurling team, um, their achievements and the way they ended up at Croke Park and to get that victory and to, to break break the, the, the mould of the, the past where they never got over the line, they, they battled out that game and done whatever it took. You know, as a sea of change with Andrew, that's down to, well, man, that's down Gleason, you know. Yeah. Um, so all that there, like... Uh, on my last day, well, I, I, it wasn't my last day, but I made it my last day. I, I kind of told Dan, look, listen, I've been with the team. I want to see out this game. He was happy enough and Darren wanted me there. So, um, 
yeah, that that was unreal. That, that memory, standing up, I was up in the press box, and to me, this is my last sort of time here, you know. Mm-hmm. Being in Croke Park is like being in heaven, you know, so great. The other the other one was uh, the minor footballers a few years ago beat Donegal in extra time in Bali Buffet. Yeah. For winning point. Oh, that feeling, them guys, and running on their pitch and boys, and, you know, catching it. They were a great, great special bunch of lads under Hugh McGilligan, but it's them, them moments put like, um, make the hair stand up in the back of your neck, you know. Yeah, and look, it's 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 kind of like when it's funny when you think about that, where those kind of moments, and then yeah. you know those are your your highlights, and then you know people I, who have looked, come before yeah. you have their highlights, and you yeah. do have those kind of special memories like that kind of come with the role like this. Yeah, and even like I remember being down with the team the night before the play at Galway, um, and Galway were the All Ireland champions, and I had to play them, so. We're in the hotel and Samu had just came back from a meeting in, in Croke Park and he, he was there was Neil Peyton Booty and, and Gary O'Kane, the guys. But Samu came in and he delivered the most powerful, inspiring speech. You know, and I said, Whoa, I felt like grabbing Connor McCann's hurl and start lashing it off the wall, you know. <laughs> and stuff like that will stay with you forever, you know. Yeah. And, and it's me and you're you're privileged to you're privileged to be there, you know. Probably and then Obviously, I won the All Star PRO with a year in 26, my first year. Um, it, it was a big achievement. I felt proud because it brought my dad down, and um, and it, it was great. You know, it was just it was that. I expected it to win it every year after, but I didn't like. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's not the anthology floating up there. You know, but, <laughs> uh, um, it was a proud moment because in the first year, and you had delivered and put Andrew on, started to put them on the platform. You know. Yeah. No. So like a, and fantastic achievement like um and it's a good kind of thing to kind of market as well um yeah. what a oh sorry one more highlight we must point out i suppose from looking the, ahead like, yeah and, uh, the saffron business forum to see to see that are set up and tony shivers and what he does and those guys and behind the scenes working hard to put get the money to, to fund andrew it, it's it's immense and the, the guys they bring up henry shavlin the speakers the organization of it it's, it makes you proud. It makes it worthwhile doing what you do, you know. And it, it's, it's, it has to be a highlight. Like you pack the halls out and the great speakers and raise funds and it goes towards the county and everything, you know. So it, it was, it was pretty good. I could be here all night, Connor, talking about highlights <laughs> of loads of like. And I, no, I'll just finish it. off my last one. That was light up for Paul. That was very, very moving. Paul for Paul McKeever. Um. That, that really moved me that night, you know, I went up to the games and that's one thing that'll, that'll stay with me forever, you know, a great fella, you know, and a, a great club and great people. You know, and like, I mean, it's great to have those things that you can look back on and and I think those kind of, and the fact that a lot of different areas of the county kind of have been, kind of have been impacted with the kind of the good work that you've done there too, um, which I think is, is really important is kind of having that reach across the county, whether it's North Antrim, South West Antrim, obviously South or South Antrim, you know, within Belfast too, and I think having yeah. that kind of reach across the county is important. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you're when you go in as PRO of Antrim, I believe you're representing everybody from the, whether you're Lockie, Dunloy, or Cushendall, the um, Division Four football team or Division Four hurling team. They're all the same in my eyes. Every person that plays football, plays hurling, they're exactly the same and they deserve everything. They're playing their part in the GA, which is massive. 
Yeah, no, it's it's true, and it's the attitude, like you know, for for an accounting official like that, is really important. Um, what about yourself looking forward then? So, like, what does twenty twenty one look like for you? I know, obviously, you're you're now involved with the, as the as the Ulster delegate now, so you got elected there. But outside of that, is there any involvement? Um, you know, I suppose, what is your? Are you looking for a, a quieter year, maybe? No, no, I'm looking for a lethal <laughs> year to be honest with you. Um, now I've got loads of plans, so I have so I want to have a quiet Christmas in furnace and take a um just a couple of weeks off. I've I've deleted Andrew Instagram and Twitter off my phone, so as I get tempted to go on it, that stands remit now. Um, no, I'll take a few weeks off and recharge. I start in February and in Ulster, but I'm intending on having a good year. It'll be a good year. Don't know what will happen, but it'll be good. Yeah, no, great. Um, well, actually, I'm just looking to finish off. I was reading back, you know, in 2015, kind of a bit of the media around the time. And there's this quote from you that said, for the past 30 years, I've been told that the county is a sleeping giant on the cusp of greatness. And I plan to awaken that giant and start the county on a journey that will end at Croke Park. So, Sean, I think you definitely did. And I think the fact that it was quite fitting that Andrew did end up in Croke Park in your final day as well. So, um just want to say thanks very much for joining me in, on the Safcast today and thanks for all the hard work over the last few years and looking forward to see what you go on and do do next. Okay, and here one special mention for Connor McCann who's getting married Friday shortly. Um Connor and Shauna. Uh big thank you to Connor who's, uh, him and his family have been totally amazing and the role they've played to help me um through the last five years have been unbelievable. So hopefully Connor gets the get up that aisle after a few attempts you know yeah um, maybe get that speech we'll have to get that speech out online <laughs> so we'll <laughs> right enough yeah i don't know yeah. if you if you have if you have a copy of his speech you could really charge for that stream <laughs> but I, that I, way. I, I, um in the process of getting a speech from rte so don't worry it'll, it'll be out we'll not be stopped we'll not be You're stopped right. okay right. thank you great thanks very much thanks. sean really Take appreciate care. it cheers no problems bye